Now we're rolling, Damage Plan MMA Podcast. I'm Jason, as always, my co-host, Mr. Zach Partridge, in the house. What, what up, doing? dog? We are have a special guest with us today on our Fighter Spotlight Podcast. We are welcoming Mr. Aaron Ace Reyes, owner of Fusion MMA and Jiu-Jitsu down in St. George, also uh, the promoter of Crown Fighting Championship that will be happening August 27th at Legacy Park in Hurricane, Utah. Uh, Ace, welcome to the podcast. We're excited to have you on today. Oh, man. Thank you guys for having me. Really appreciate uh, you guys uh, having me on. I've been excited to come and chit-chat with you, too. Yeah. Yeah. So when did you decide it was time for uh, – because people don't know, Crown Fighting Championship was – you guys you guys had a good show back in the day. It's been a while. When did you decide it was time to come back? <laughs> Actually, it's my partner. My partner, Scott, who's the main promoter. I do the matchmaking for Crown. Um when uh, another promoter had come to St. George and, and uh, didn't really take care of the fighters or do, you know, those things, I want to say too much, but, you know, didn't... He, we all it, know it didn't it is. Go, <laughs> it didn't go the way that we did things. And so he came up to me, he's like, he came to watch my son fight. And he's like, Ace, we need to bring Crown back and, you know, do fights here good so people don't come and, and do it wrong. So I looked at him at first, I'm like, are you sure? Because, you know, it's been 10 years since we did it and we, we used to have really, really big shows, had some, you know, great fighters on it and things. So I'm like, uh, that's a lot of work. And he's like, let's do it. So I'm like, well, I'll only do it with him. So we decided to bring it back. I mean, that's awesome. you talk about great fighters. Gilbert Burns pro debut was on crown fighting championship. Oh, yes. I didn't even oh, know that, that. that wow. was amazing time. I got to, I got to train. It's crazy. Cause the day of the fight, uh, Vitor Belfort was there to, you know, corner him. And I thought he was Gilbert's coach. Vitor told me, he goes, no, Gilbert right now is my jujitsu coach. So the day of the fights for like four hours, he, he was training like him and Gilbert. I was the body bag. So I put all the gear on and the mitts oh, wow. and taking shots and Gilbert just beat me up for four hours. And I'm like, man, this guy's training like it's a practice day. And literally the, everything he did in that drilling is what he did in the fight. It was insane. Wow. That was like the best pain I ever felt. And like getting hit by Bip Belfort and Gilbert, like who's going to complain about that? Yeah. You need to call Gilbert back and be like, hey, man, listen, I know you're in a contract with the UFC, but you could at least come and like come cage fight for him. I, I tagged him on, on uh, Instagram and he commented back, hey, my first pro fight. I'm like, all right, cool. Oh, that's so cool. That is awesome. That is, free. yeah. He was supposed to come on our podcast back oh, in the man. day. Yeah, he's, he's, he, he was really such a good dude. It, yeah. it was really cool to, you know, experience meeting him. So, um, and from what we understand, you're going to have a mix of MMA and kickboxing, right? Yes. So right now we're going to have four to five kickboxing matches and then uh, try to book like 10 MMA fights because we all know how that goes. As it gets closer, it goes up and down. So as long as we can stick around that number, we'll be good to go. Cool. That's awesome. Cool. Yeah, it sounds like we got – there's some guys from Zach's gym that's fighting. There's some some ladies from my gym that are fighting down there. It's I'm yes. excited. I'm excited to come down and check it out. Yeah, so I'm I'm really excited to watch the girl fights, uh, you know, especially for kickboxing. I know it's yeah. uh, it, it's starting to get really popular again in Utah. It's been a long time. It went through a phase where Muay Thai was really huge for a little bit, then it fizzled out completely, went straight MMA, and now it's starting to come back, which I think is great to see. I think it's great, and maybe you've been around long enough. Maybe you can, maybe you figured this out. I can't figure it out. All these people just want to see people stand and bang it out, right? They go to the ground like, you yeah, stand them up, you know, and you got those yeah. idiots. Yeah. And, uh, it's like, why don't you guys go watch like kickboxing and Muay Thai? Yeah. And they don't watch it. Why, yeah. do you think, why do you think kickboxing and Muay Thai hasn't picked up more here? 
Uh, I just think the overall popularity as far as mainstream, you know, it's, it's either boxing or MMA. Only in like Asia do you see like on one, you know, on, on one championship yeah. that their, their, their kickboxing is very popular. Plus, I think in the 80s, they kind of wrecked it because back then the kickboxing was very horrible. Like they couldn't really box and they would throw some ugly kicks. There was really only a few superstars who were like phenomenal kickboxers. And then the rest were like below average and it just made the sport never take off like it should have. And then, like I said, in the, it was at the late nineties, early two thousands here in Utah, you know, the Muay Thai Institute, all those people, they were having a lot of Muay Thai fights. It started catching up wind and then it kind of just died out. And I don't know what caused that. And then only just recently has it started to make it, you know, back to, Oh, cool. This is a great event. You know, I think it's a good mix you know, it, to, to add both. I still don't think as far as like a huge event that people would come to just watch that yet, maybe in Salt Lake where there's more of a crowd, but I think, you know, blending it together is a great combination for people that just want to see, you know, the ones who aren't as educated in MMA, they get their stand and bang. And then, you know, okay, now the little bit more educated fans can enjoy the, you know, the hard work that it takes to take someone off of a cage. Absolutely. That's not as easy as it looks. Absolutely. Do you do you think it helps that they they change the rule setting so that they can have the matches now in the cage that maybe that'll yes, kind of spark absolutely. spark a fire? Absolutely. I think that is so big to be able to do both events in in you know one type of ring. Uh trying to do MMA like when we first when my first original team I had a really big MMA team back in the days and when we would fight in Vegas it was in a ring. And man, that is very difficult. You know, I'm over there yelling, you got to get to the turnbuckle to climb up because you can't <laughs> do it on the ropes. <laughs> you know, it was very different. Dude, so I like wild. seeing the kickboxing in the cage. You know, they see the big gloves. So the crowd knows already, okay, it's not, there's going to be no takedown. So they can see the difference. And then, you know, if it's a good, exciting fight, it, you know, it makes for a great event. Right. Right. Are there any, uh, do you have any matchups or anything that you can announce or names that I'm almost, I've got, I've got verbal agreements. Like I said, between both of you guys, gyms, I'm getting, you know, that finalized and then I can, you know, put the word out, but I'm really excited about the, the, the female matchups that are, you know, verbally committed, I think are going to be great. Uh, and then, uh, I think there's a, you know, another, like a, a couple of guy fights that I've got that should be really, really exciting on both ends from what I know of both of them. Uh, the one that's coming out of my gym, if he does what he could, I mean, he's, he's very dynamic in his striking, you know, so it'll be his first fight, but just, you know, training him, you know, he's very dynamic. So it should be a really good fight either way. Cause I know the one that his opponent is going to be prepared and coming out to bang just cause I know his trainer, he's my, he's like my brother. So I already know how prepared that guy's going to be. So yeah. I have no doubt that is going to be a buzzsaw, you know, whose cardio pushes who is, is what I see on that one going down because it's going to be like a, a kung fu theater for sure. Yeah. Uh, how often are you planning on having, like, Crown Fighting Championships back? How often are you planning on having shows? Not many. You know, I don't want to, I don't have the time to, to do often. I just wanted to make sure that we do enough so, you know, we keep it in St. George, not going anywhere, not trying to travel anywhere with it, just to have good awesome. events. So, you know, we keep not good promoters out of it, you know, so that way it just keeps the, the quality up. The people know what they're going to get. They get a good venue. They get a good, you know, entertainment night. The fighters have a good time with well taken care of, you know, so we're probably doing two, no more than three a year tops. 
because I want to make, I want to, I really want to just be a good feeder show for the two other big promotions. I'm not trying to, you know, crown back then in the, uh, in the beginning was huge. And we used to have 2000 plus people at our event. And, uh, you know, so it was a really, really huge show, very well produced. We used to do it at the convention center, but they're now booked out an entire year. So we had to move it uh, to hurricane, but I'm not trying to, you know, push that like we did. We used to do like four shows back then. Like I would rather be a good, nice, solid show for fighters to now say, hey, look, I've got connections to push you here and there. You know, I can make sure that we can get you on to the right people to get you onto those fights and help push your career. You know, I just really want to have good shows, but more of a feeder to, you know, to, to the main woods up in Utah would be good for me. That's awesome. That is cool. That's, That's awesome. perfect. I want to touch on something that you said talking about um, – preparing a fighter to fight somebody who's being trained by somebody that's like a brother to you. Um, what's that like when you are cornering your fighters that you obviously are super invested in, care about as people and as fighters and stuff too. And then, you know, a lot of the coaches, like you've been around a long time, you're friends with a lot of the coaches at other gyms and stuff. What's it like cornering against your friends? You know, at first it was really weird. Like when we first started, I, I was very lucky that, uh, my, my jujitsu coach, uh, Justin Ellison, uh, you know, him and Jeremy Horn are like best friends yeah. and he opened up the door to me to Horn from years ago. I've got a picture when Jeremy, I don't even know if he had moved to Utah yet, but he was here and he had come down to, to St. George and my, I had a tiny little school on the boulevard at that time. And, you know, he was still like still fighting at big shows and he came and showed me some things. And I was like, wow, this is me. This is Jeremy Horn. He's like a legend. And, yeah. uh, you know, so back then I was like, well, I don't want to fight his guys. I'm like, I, I come here and I learn. And, you know, he's always let me come whenever I wanted and allowed me to, you know, come up and, 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 and see when he was training for Chuck. The second time I got to spend like a week and a half up there and just see what he does and hang out with those guys. So at first it was really difficult to do that. And then, you know, he, he said something to me, you know, and we're talking when I had a really good fighter back in the days, uh, Gordon Bell that was coming up. And, you know, he's like, look, dude, at this point, they have no choice but to fight. And all I asked was, hey, is this still cool? Can I come train? <laughs> he's like, of course. And I'm like, all right. You know, I, I never wanted to ruin that. And this was one of the coolest things that I think Utah does, at least for myself, is, you know, just like what you said, I'm like, I'm very close and connected with pretty much the majority of the gyms. And it's awesome to see that you know, when we get together, we all hang out, we chit chat, we go and train at each other's gyms. I mean, I've got guys from both of your guys' gyms that come down to St. George a yeah, lot. Yeah. I make jokes and say, hey, are you, are you, can you like hashtag me at the end of your, you know, thing? <laughs> and we just, you know, fun around because they come so much that, and then when we fight, there's no hard feelings. Like, look, we're going to go beat each other's butts. And then afterwards, we're going to go hang out again. And I'm still going to come and train at your place. You're going to come train at mine. There's nothing cooler than that. Like just this past weekend with like, you know, with Dane. You know, yeah. I'm like, I have nothing but the hugest respect for, for Dana Ristazabo. I mean, that guy has, you know, he's been around here in Utah for a long time. And, you know, for both of my guys and his guys to fight. And, you know, the whole time we're just chit-chatting and he was so cool at weigh-ins. Like, you know, just to relax. You don't see that a lot outside of Utah, other promotions. There's usually a, you know, maybe they're semi-cool, but not like here where it's like, look, we're going to fight each other at 100%. And then after we're going to dinner together. That's, well, that to me is awesome. Like one of our goals is bringing like MMA back to Utah County, right? And and you know they they love it down there and and bringing it back. It was a first time experience for a lot of people there. Like 
a cage side doctor. He'd never been to an MMA fight. He was kind of a newer guy. And, uh, and then some other people and, and the people from the high school that hosted it, they were like, they couldn't believe how like respectful all the fighters were and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, the more yeah. we get that part of the MMA, the spotlight on that part of this sport on, the more people are just going to fall in love with it because that it, it's mainstream now, right? Like it's no different than you see these basketball players and football players all chit chat after, you know, our sport just happens to be a little more violent. <laughs> yeah, a little more violent. Yeah. And so it's cool to see that, you know, when two guys can get in there and, and fight each other and then come out and, and show such respect. And, you know, there's always that one or few instance where, one fighter has, you know, a, a bad attitude and maybe they're not like that. But that to me is so far and far in between compared yep. to like, you know, what I've seen with my guys afterwards sitting with with Dane's guys chit-chatting and congratulating oh, each other. And then, you know, it's, they, they root for each other. And then again, I guarantee down the road they're going to train with each other and help yep. each other, you know, push. I love seeing that because at the end of the day, the fight career is short. Nobody fights forever. But the connections and uh, the friendships that you meet sparring and rolling those things last forever yeah absolutely i mean i i just yeah it's it's such a unique sport and once i found it it's like my interest in most other sports have, has fizzled quite a bit i yeah i i just started training six months ago and i keep telling myself i wish i would have started 20 years ago when i was <laughs> when i was a lot younger trust um, me me too <laughs> you know it's funny because i did start jujitsu not older, but I should have started because I always tell people about this crazy story. When I was in intermediate school, Helsing Gracie lived right across the street in Hawaii. And uh, my buddy Todd started training. And in Hawaii, nobody likes to grapple. Everyone wants to fist Everybody fight. And if you ever, you know, watch on YouTube, just like Hawaii kids fighting, they look like professional kickboxers. Oh, so yeah. in Hawaii, it's like, ah, nobody wants to do that. But he started with Helsin and he's been with Helsin ever since. And I always tell him, I said, why didn't you just tackle me and choke me a few times to say, hey, why don't you come across the street with me <laughs> and learn this stuff? And I'm like, man, I wish I started way back then. Yeah. 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 It's, it's really awesome. Um, for your event, as it gets closer and stuff, how are people going to be able to buy tickets? Uh, all the tickets will be online. Uh, that website should be ready to go in the next two days. So Sweet. just uh, finalizing that. So everything will just be online, the tickets, the tables, all of that, make it nice and simple and easy for people to get. And, you know, if, if they want to support a fighter, they can just type that name in that fighter will get that credit for their commission and make okay. it nice and simple. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, I wish I, I wish I could push a little bit more. I want to know who's, I want to know who's fighting. <laughs> We're on that. Oh man. Like, as I said, as soon as I get, you know, devil edge guys, like right now, it's all just, <laughs> Verbally, and I've got a few that, you know, it took a while because I know it's still semi out there. You know, it's not like a week, but yeah, yeah. I'd rather book them now. So, you. you know, again, I, it, it's so funny because once my old fighters heard I was bringing them back, every single one, coach, get me back. I'm like, bro, you guys all retired 10 years ago. We're done with you guys. Hey, <laughs> these new age guys. No, 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 one more, one more. Don't be messing around with these new age guys, man. You're oh, gonna, yeah. They're going to end up getting it's, in there with a kid kid like your son that's going to take their head off. It's another ball game. You know, I'm like, dude, I get beat up by him and Zane all the time. I'm like, <laughs> I hate both of you guys. I, yeah. You know, there there was one name that I was hoping for, and it was your son's name, but I guess he's 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 recovering a little bit from a little, little yep, shoulder yeah, surgery. Yeah, shoulder surgery like. after his last yeah. one that's healing good. So, you know, he's young, so he's got plenty of time to – 
you know, keep dabbling and, you know, see what happens. But, uh, you know, I, I keep it, you know, very grounded on, you know, what the reality is. He, you know, the good thing is he grew up in it. So he's seen, you know, a lot of my fighters who were pro fighters and, you know, what it looks like, you know, following that dream, seeing how far it goes. And then also knowing and, and having the reality of, hey, at some point that train does stop and making sure that he's ready for that, you know, next portion of life, which he's already, you know, building now, you know, with his own school and, and things like that. So you touched on the, so he has his own school out there. So what, what is his school? So, so, I, so they're both, they're, they're the same, you know, ace martial arts. So the only okay. difference between his and mine is they don't teach the, they don't have like a fight team. They have, okay. you know, the kids martial arts, they have the adult uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. So they have, you know, they're, they're starting to, they just started that for the year. They just produced their first couple of blue belts and those guys are winning jiu-jitsu tournaments. So they're producing just Ooh. between him, Zane and my, other black belt Alex that teaches out there between the three of them, they're already, you know, getting some really good jujitsu students out there. I, I show up there once in a blue moon. <laughs> I mean, you know, I get so used to, Oh, I'm in St. George. That's a 15 minute drive. That's far from me. Yeah. So most of the time, you know, they'll show up to open met on Saturday. So I get to meet them, but I don't go out to his school too often. To, you know, it's his own thing. And, you know, he's doing a great job. He's got a lot of kids and, you know, his adult programs coming along. How, uh, how how much do you think that that helps him? And you said Zane's coaching out there too. Yep. So him, well, how Zane, much do you think that helps them coaching, fighting. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, it, it's one thing when you train and you know how to do a move. When you actually have to go back and teach it, especially to adults and young adults who are, are more like your peers. Now you have to really understand the dynamics of the move and also well, what happens when someone stops it. Where do I go? You know, it's like on a guard pass. Sure, you knee slice this way. Okay, but what happens when they block it? Okay, here's the next one. Okay, now they block that. And, you know, for them to understand, you know, the whole thing from, you know, how to, how to teach a whole flow series and really start to understand it is really awesome to watch because they're, you know, so young and they're, you know, able to teach from kids, you know, through adults. That's awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. So we, 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 know, we know Christian – Young up and coming stud. We saw Zane, kids a stud. We saw Brock Labrum. Yeah, last weekend, kids got a bright future. How how many more young studs you got down there? We got who, Jeremiah, who the heavyweight that uh, oh, yeah, won the belt. About him. Jeremiah what? is such a great young man. I mean, that guy's story is just amazing because he's only early twenties, and you know he's got uh, I believe three or four kids. He is an amazing family man. That guy. He works doing concrete, so he is in the sun all day long, goes home, takes care of his kids, and then shows up to the gym, you know, to, as many times as he possibly can, you know, to, to train, and he gives 100%. I mean, that, that guy is just an absolute joy to train because he's so humble, very quiet, but uh, no fun to get hit by. Yeah, yeah. I, I heard I heard he hits like a Mack truck. Well, gosh, <laughs> it's, it, it, it doesn't feel good. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you're out there doing con concrete work out in construction under the sun. You're, you're hard. You're pretty yeah. hard. That, that, that's that's right up there with the Dagestanis, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, these, these Polynesians, uh, uh, they're, they were born to, to fight no matter where yeah, it goes. I've got a very young team. Before, you know, like I said, 10 years ago, I had about 20 hard guys that were fighting, had a lot of fights. They were going. In Utah, they were very – you know, well-known. They had good records. They were really good fighters. Uh, Gordon at that time was my best one. It come close to uh, 
you know, making it on the, the UFC show. He had beaten some really good guys, you know, so he, he was probably my best one at the time. The young up-and-comers, you know, I've got a very young, small team, and I go back and forth between do I really push to build a big MMA team or do I just keep it small with who I've got? It's difficult because, you know, just within the small group, I, I, I'm getting too old. I don't want to deal with drama. I can't, I can't deal with that. And, and I, to me, honestly, it's, I know some coaches can just brush it off, but when I spend so much time with somebody, it really hurts my feelings when someone gets up and leaves and then they badmouth you. Yeah. And I'm like, Man, I've, I've taught you since you were like seven years old, like 12, 15 years. And you're going to say stuff and let, it's not even true. So it's like, do I want to big teams? Keep it small. So far I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to keep it small for now. And, you know, if I feel some people fit in good, great, come aboard. If not, you know, I'm more than happy to say, hey, you know what? It's just, I, I, I'm not, you know, maybe somewhere else might be better for you. You have such a beautiful gym too. Like it's so big. I've gone down there and trained a couple times with y'all and it's such a nice, like oh, big gym. Like it, it, I, I would have figured, I would have thought like you had this huge fight team. And then when I found out there was only a handful of them. I was like, Geez, but you have a room full of killers too. Maybe not be yeah. fighters, but room full of killers. That's for sure. Yeah, our jujitsu guys, we've got a lot of really good jujitsu students. So, sure. you know, it, so they compete enough in that to where sometimes when they decide maybe I want to do MMA and then they come to that class and I, oh, maybe not. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, that's, you know, completely up to you. Everything's different so, than you're punched in the face. Yeah, absolutely. So, so there's a rumor though that, that Zane likes to pants people during the, his jujitsu tournaments. <laughs> I, I don't know anything about that. Zane is so funny because I, I give that uh, that poor kid, bless his heart, he's got such a good soul. Because I give him more crap in the gym because he's you know good looking kid. He's yeah. muscular, so I always tease him and Christian that you know I'm gonna farm them out on the weekends to parties you know, and <laughs> have them be like little dancers, and little they dancers. just say, "Oh my gosh, coach, you're killing me!" But they're so good, and it, you know he's got such a fun demeanor. But then when he competes, he you know he turns to a different animal. And it's funny because at jujitsu tournaments, I don't know what it is, but people want to try and pick on him because of the way he looks. And it is just hilarious. And I'm like, ooh, I don't, that's not the guy to really try that to. Yeah. <laughs> He's more than happy to oblige. Yeah. Christian well, just commented. Fight. Oh, gosh. He just, he pants Joel during their jujitsu match. I think it was like a year ago, two, a year and a half ago. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> uh, well, one thing I noticed about Zane, uh, just watching his last fight, Cage Side and stuff, he, He's a great fighter, but he is a showman and has a good charisma about he him as well. Really does. He does. Like, I mean, he, he's very focused when he, when it's yeah. time to fight. You yeah. know, it, it, he loves that aspect. Like, to, to, to me, you know, just competing, I competed in professional karate only. And it's like, oh, my goodness, it is, it, it's, it's nerve-wracking. And then it's like, okay, I got to get hit first. And, okay, now I'm all right. I'm good to go. He's When he's in that zone from the time of weigh-ins to the time to fight, he is – he is 100% ready. He's not nervous to fight. He's just super focused on what he needs to do. You can tell there's some people that's just his element. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And he yeah, yeah, he loves it. it. Yeah, it's awesome. awesome. Very cool. Very cool. Well, I, I'm, I don't know about you, Zach, but I'm excited August 27th to come down and watch some fights down in St. George. Um, Aaron, it was, it was awesome having you on here today, talk, talking about your gyms, talking about your promotion. Um, is there any, anybody you want to give a shout out to anything you want to say before we let you get out of here? Uh, always, you know, I always got to give a shout out to my wife. You know, she, she, <laughs> it's people come and see like, wow, you've got a big school. You have, you know, a lot of students. And I'm like, uh, I just work for her. 
She's the one that makes everything happen. And, uh, you know, so without her, the school doesn't go where it needs to. And, you know, some people don't know she's got uh, a huge, she has over 100 women in her women's only uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu class. It is insane to see. And, uh, you know, we we always have the joke because I used to, I I still have a big jiu-jitsu class. But, man, I look over at hers and I'm like, holy smokes, this where, where do you see that? And it's so awesome because a lot of the, the women in her class, they're not there to compete. You know, it's just someone that, and, and people like you would never think would want to do jujitsu, but, you know, she gets them to, to try it out. And then they, you know, they, they end up falling in love with it. And, you know, it's so good to see them to, my, you know, my wife loves it to see, you know, women build their confidence oh, yeah. in themselves, you know, not just the self-defense and that, but to just their own inner confidence and strength has been absolutely amazing. So, you know, to her, I always got to give a shout out to because I am the, the bottom of the totem pole between her and my son. You know, they do a great job, you know, running the schools when I need to leave or if I need to take a break, they take care of it. My younger son, you know, he's heading off to a pilot school, but he's a big instructor at my school, teaches all the kids classes. So, you know, it, it's a big family affair. So without them, I don't get to do what I want. I've got great instructors that, you know, come and and, uh, you know, work for me. So, you know, we really have a great culture here and I'm very blessed to have, you know, good people around me and great friends and, and things like that, like you guys and, and everyone else has been awesome. Cool. Thanks. Man. Awesome. Ace, thank you again for joining us. We look forward to your fights. August 27th, Crown Fighting Crown Fighting Championship, Legacy Park, Hurricane, Utah. Go check it out. Excited. Thank Thanks you again, Ace. Thank you so we, much. Thank you. We appreciate it. Thank you, Ace. Thank you. We are out. <laughs> it just takes a second for it to go. <laughs>